of the squash podcast with Mega Benita. Hope you are doing good. <laughs> I'm so shy. I'm so shy. I actually look pretty tonight. Okay, okay. It has been a while. I did um, a video recording, so I'm. Uh, last time on the show, last time on the pod, um, my friends and I we spoke about things you didn't know about marriage and commitment, and it was it was amazing. It was. Basically, they made me understand that marriage is not for the faint of heart, not to talk of now. It's it's involves hard work, and um, we have to really think twice before going into it. Not just the relationship aspect, but the marriage aspect. And today, again on the show, I have my one and only, my truest G. E. Hi, David. Welcome back. What's up? What's up? What's up? He's How are you doing? Serious. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. He's always I'm looking lo- so serious. I'm. I'm looking serious. Yeah. Yeah. Too How am I looking serious? I, so, I, I don't go live often. So, I'm messing around with all these filters here. And I think I like this black and white filter. Please. Can you help me? Please. Can, can you have me? Can you have me black and white? No. Remove <laughs> the black no. and white, please. That's, that's literally what I've been throughout this session. Like, randomly, I'll just be changing the filters. You know, people want to see, yeah, and your face has to, like, be clear. Is my face not clear like this? You probably should comment, I beg. If if my face is not clear, let me know. But Please, let, guys. Wait. Be with me on this. Okay. Aha. Another black and white. <laughs> Please, no black and white. <laughs> better. It, it, I know it's okay. This no, I don't like that. Like, what, what is this? Like, who made all these filters? Like, what's going on? What's this? <laughs> nah, man, this is, nah, man, let me just take it away. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. No filters. Uh-huh. But, but that was fun. That was, that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. How you doing, Benita? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. It has been uh, a while. But I look yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are they feeding you? Work stress. Yeah. No, you don't look stressed. You actually don't look stressed at all. You don't this look the stressed at all. This is the part where we say, we thank God we don't look like what we've been through. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. the part where we drop plastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, okay. without further ado, where is my friend, by the way? Before before she's, we start. She's somewhere around. We actually came to see her parents today, so I mean, they are compound making this call. Okay. She's somewhere around. Okay, so yeah. I will not take much of your time. Let's dive right into it. Yeah. Guys, today on the show, we are going to be talking about five reasons why people have commitment issues. Last time on the show, we talked about the things you didn't know about marriage or relationships. And if you haven't listened to that episode, try and listen to it so you can fully understand this segment that we're going into. So now let's start. So, David, I have been, <laughs> I've been doing a lot is of things. Is the color popping for me? Is I've the color popping for me? Is the color? I know, right? It just it blended. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> Ignore me. I've been doing a lot of thinking for the past couple of weeks, and I did see a movie that made me think more, which was, Mm. what's the difference, or is there any difference between commitment and attachment? Being Mm. 
committed and being attached and then having issues yeah. what's the difference between commitment issues and attachment issues mm. yeah there is the one the obvious difference is that one is willful right you willfully do one the other one is um um i'm looking for the right words to use now the other one is involuntary so i think let, let's use those two words okay. one is voluntary and the other one is involuntary so a commitment is something you choose to embark on with someone else or a group of people so if i'm getting into a partnership you know i have a podcast right yeah and you know when i it was it was an idea in my head right but when i willfully cooperated and got with like three other guys brilliant people were able to create that podcast so it is a willful thing that you do it's a voluntary action that you take to willfully participate in um, a series of of activities to help you achieve a certain goal the other one is involuntary do you understand um it might start off so let me use an addiction now for example let me use an addiction like being addicted to porn for example you might willfully start watching porn that might be something you choose to do initially but because of what porn does to your head and to your brain the rush of dopamine into your system you might now become reliant on it for that rush to the point where it now becomes involuntary you can't help yourself anymore mm -hmm. so and if we're talking in terms of relationships it can start off that way that oh i chose to get with this person i chose to be with this person and i have become so attached to them the essence of my life does not feel complete without them in it to the point where it's like i can't breathe if they are not around me even when especially when it no longer favors me it is an unhealthy relationship okay. it is something that isn't helping me anymore this if we're even moving away from the scope of say what now um um, um romantic relationships if we're just talking about plain old friendships you know you know how you can get with certain friends and over time you can begin to feel like oh i don't think me and these people are lying anymore but there is a certain way that you've become involuntarily attached to them or what they represent to you that you can't just cut ties with them i, I hope i've been able to give at least several you know examples and illustrations to help us know the difference between what a commitment is and what an attachment is Yes, yeah. so today what we're going to be focusing on is the commitment part. Yeah, is the what? The commitment part. We okay. are, in, we are okay. in dangerous times where we have a lot of broken, broken youths paraded around. Yes, which yeah. brings us to the matter at hand. Why do people, why do people have commitment issues? based on the people you interact with what we've seen on social media what are the reasons you can give why people have commitment issues what does it have anything to do with um your whole bringing or your background does having a commitment issue in life or in relationship does it have anything to do with your foundation well of course it does everything um we are representatives of where we're from and how life dealt with us to begin with the first introduction we got to life is really what 
creates the basis for who we are as adults. The way we love as adults is the way we loved and were loved as children. Mm -hmm. The way we fight as adults is how we were introduced, depends largely on how we were introduced to conflict resolution early on. Do you understand? So a lot of that has to do with your foundation. But I just want to get something clear. The commitments we're talking about here is in romantic relationships, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So, yeah, definitely. Like I said, um, there is a famous philosopher who I will encourage everybody to go and listen to. His name is Alain de Botin. So that is A-L-A-I-N-D-E, then B-O-T-T-O-N. Everybody should go and watch as many videos as they can about him. And he's, you know, a psychologist as well. And he's very skilled in, you know, uh, relationship issues and identity and all of that. And he says something that I really like. He says that the way we love as adults is closely tied to how we were loved and we loved as children. Do you understand? Now, with the issue of with the issue of commitments, the problem with commitments is this: I think that from the home, foundationally, right, people have people people didn't get the right they didn't get the right examples, they didn't get the right people to show them what a healthy version of love looks like. Do you understand? First off, they weren't even given you know love is a very practical thing so they weren't shown that to begin with right and then beyond that they don't know how to receive it and they don't know how to give it you understand uh -huh. and one thing about loving is you begin to realize that loving someone has a lot to do with practical things that you can see and you know you can place your hands on for example what you really love what 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 you really crave for what the average person craves for in a relationship in a commitment for example is are things like loyalty for example loyalty just let's take loyalty for example you, you want that but you find a lot of people in situations where they're not getting things like loyalty the commitments we're talking about, they're not getting their emotional needs met. You know, there isn't a clean line of communication. They don't know how to resolve conflict without it becoming an issue, you know, that they need therapy for and stuff like that. All of these things were not properly taught to people early on. Do you understand? And even if they were taught, when they went out into the world, the world retaught them. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah, as as just by function of their own choices, you get. And I don't think any of us got it right at first when we went out into the world to start meeting other people. So even if you did have an ideal, you know, foundation, an ideal family growing up, and they showed you love, and they taught you what love should look like, and they taught they taught you what commitment should look like. You know, when you're with someone, what to even look for? Because here's here's another thing I've I've said on your podcast. People, people, I, I don't understand people's disappointments in the area of relationships. I really don't. You know why? Because I think a lot of those issues could have been avoided to begin with. Do you understand? Okay. I don't know. I don't know why people get with bicycles and expect them to run and be as efficient as 
uh, super bikes. I don't know why people get in a Toyota Yaris and expect it to run as fast as a Lamborghini. What I'm simply talking about here is, is capacity. No matter how much you love somebody, and no matter how much you want to be committed to someone, if the person lacks capacity for that commitment you want to have with the person, it's going to fail. And so these are some of the practical ways that we were not even taught about love and commitment. You understand? Maybe they taught us, oh, you should give your heart, you should learn to open up, you should... but they didn't really teach us the very practical side. There's a very practical side to love and commitment that a lot of us were not taught. You understand? So something as very basic and as important as capacity, having capacity, do you understand? To be able to give the necessary things that are needed in a relationship. A lot of us were not taught to look out for those things. So we got with people hoping we could change them. Mm. We got with people, we made permanent decisions with people based on temporary and fleeting emotions. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then, I don't know why, two years later, you're just suddenly surprised that it didn't work out. <laughs> Bro, it was never going to work out. Do you understand? It was never going to. Yeah, you, you didn't look very well before you, 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 know, you left. And, you know, these, these are some of the major issues that people have with commitment. It isn't, so much, it isn't so much that people do not have the capacity. It isn't so much that people don't want to be committed. It is that they lack the capacity for commitment. And they lack, they, they lack it in themselves. And they lack the ability to look for, those, for that capacity in others. You understand? That's, that's, and I'm speaking from experience. As someone who has counseled a lot of people and helped a lot of people through many issues in their lives, this is what I found to be true as regarding commitment. You know? Okay. So you mentioned capacity. Yeah. And you've said the yeah. foundation, which um, we started on, our basic learning, our family, is one of the reasons or can be one of the reasons why people lack commitment because they didn't see it, yeah. they haven't experienced it. Now, what other reason, what other reason aside from the foundation and having the capacity, what other reason could it be that people don't want to be committed? I don't want to be committed. They are selfish. They need that people are selfish. <laughs> we live. I, I. I think. I think this generation should be called the I generation, like the I me generation. Mm -hmm. Everybody is so. Everybody is so damn selfish. Again, there is no smoke without fire, right? Mm -hmm. It comes from somewhere. It comes from our past relationships. All of us have given something to one boy or one girl. That messed up, and suddenly you've come to a point in your life. I don't even know. I, I don't even know. Yeah, everybody has premium breakfast and lunch and dinner all in one, you know. And you know, everybody be whiling, and everybody has suddenly, you know, you see all these rubbish we tell ourselves about, you know, I just want to focus on myself. I just want to. What does focusing on yourself mean? Is that not what you've been doing since when you were born? <laughs> I don't like, I don't, I don't know what that means. We just. We just tell, we, we have a lot of trauma responses to a lot of the shitty things that have happened in our lives. And instead of tackling it at its roots, at its very core, we just come up with all these buzzwords that literally don't make no sense. They don't make any sense. Okay, so people are stupidly selfish. They're either selfish because of the bad experiences they've had, and they're like, you know, 
if you're not going to come with everything I need you to come with from the get-go, don't come at all. Yes. And no relationship starts like that. Says who? No. Says <laughs> who? Never. I see it in movies. Never. It happens. Still, it happens to my aunt. Then, yeah, then, then you should probably um, sign up to be an actress in movies so you can experience it more. But in this real life, in this, on these streets, like practically, there is nobody that comes complete. What, they, what you want someone to come with, yeah, are the foundational things. Do you understand? Things like good communication skills, conflict resolution skills, um, a mature mind, um, somebody who is on their purpose. They know where they're going to in life. Um, for me, I'm a Christian. So somebody who knows God, who hears from God, who loves God. You know, these are some of the foundational things. All those other things don't really matter. You see, I didn't talk about finances here. I didn't talk about finances because just, just as a reason of the kind of life I've gone through and, and the kind of life I have had, you know, my family, we've been way up here and other times we've been way down here those that thing you you don't have control over it yeah, do you understand you can't con you, you you really cannot control that and here's here's one thing we're talking about all these conditions that we need for people to meet before we commit to them if and let me clear this myth about money 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 you know our money is everything love is sweet but when money enters, love is sweeter okay. and all of that the poorest countries in the world have the least percentage of divorce. Which countries? Think about that for a minute. The poorest countries in the world, the 10 poorest countries in the world, have the least amount of divorce than the 10 richest countries in the world. In fact, take a, take a community like the black community in the US, right? The, I mean, black Americans. When, when, when slavery, at the height of slavery and segregation and Jim Crow laws, those laws that segregated black people and made them sit at the back of the bus, right? Black families stayed together more than after the Civil Rights Act was passed. Than after they got all the freedom to do everything that they want to do. People thrive in adversity more than they do when everything is going well. There's something about the human, you know, the human experience that makes us dig our feet in when things really get very, very tough and we're able to make it work. So it's really not about money because if it was about money, the richest countries, the richest couples, the richest people should stay together. So it's really not about that. It's about what we're discussing. It's about commitments and all the facets around commitment all the things we're discussing, all the foundational things that you should bring. Because when you bring those things, both of you can cooperate together. That was always the idea. That was always God's idea for marriage and commitment. And what does commitment look like today? It, it, you, everybody has their own definition of it. Do you understand? Everybody has their, their, their reason. Everybody has very skewed you know, has a very skewed mentality of what right and wrong is. So I can get to pick and choose. So what is wrong for you might not necessarily be wrong with me. Mm. No, I mean, if we, do, if we do that, 
then that means there's nothing is wrong and nothing is right. True. It just depends on, you yeah, know, who he has. And if we approach, exactly, if, 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 we, if we approach relationships with that mindset, obviously we're going to be very selfish. There are just certain things that you shouldn't bring into relationships. There are certain mindsets, certain attitudes that you should not bring into relationships. It will not work. If you as a woman are not coming with the three major things that men find very valuable, loyalty, femininity, purity, youthfulness, cooperative, um, uh, a cooperative mindset. If you're not coming with all those things, those are foundational things that a man needs from you. If you are a man and you're coming into a woman's life, you don't have good leadership skills, you don't have a plan for your life, no vision, no direction, no leadership skills, you know, you can't hold your own. How do you expect a woman to submit to you and respect you? These are foundational things that are needed that we don't come with, but we pick and choose. We make it seem like it's a buffet. So we just go there and we're like, I want some rice and some, you know, meat and chicken. But I want chicken, but I don't want the chicken you guys have. I want you all to go back into the kitchen and make a fresh one for me. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Are you Jesus? Do you understand? Just because you have had bad experiences in your past, just because people served you breakfast, does not mean that men will stop wanting what they want. So if you want to get with a man, you have to be the kind of woman that men find valuable. You will have to come to the table with the virtues that men find valuable. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you are a man, just because some girl, one girl you dated left you for one rich man that has poor belly, does not mean that you can now take that to be the yardstick with which you will judge every woman you go through. So when you do meet a good woman who you're trying to get with, you need to bring what you have to bring as a man to get with her. Do you understand? You don't get to pick and choose simply because you had a bad experience. But that's exactly what we do. And that is what has made us very selfish, super picky, and very unrealistic with our expectations. And, then, and that would be maybe the second thing that I'll say. You know, we're very selfish because of all these things I've said, and we have very unrealistic expectations. Like, I don't know what's going on with our generation. I think all of us are looking for unicorns, things that don't exist. We're, we're looking for, we're looking for sabers and mammoths, things that are exist, are extinct. We're looking for um, dinosaurs. That's what we're looking for. You know, things that don't exist. That's, that's exactly what we come to the table with. And, you know, the results that we're getting in our relationships in our generation in this regard is proof of that. Hmm. Just to go off for one minute. When you were saying something, something came to um something came to mind about what a wonderful generation we are being picky. What's the difference between being picky and having standards? I think the difference is, is, is very clear in the sense that, you know, when something is unrealistic, it is unrealistic, please. First off, I think it's not realistic to you, that, but it's very realistic to me. I want you a chocolate mindset I was talking about. <laughs> that buffet mindset. You see that buffet mindset? Exactly. You know, like, we've normalized it in our generation to the point where it's now, like, the order of the day for us that's just how we think that's how we go about it and really you cannot build something that lasts long with someone 
if you come with if you don't come with the foundational stuff you you, you just asked me a very important question and i like the question what is the difference between being picky and having standards the difference is an unrealistic outlook do you understand mm. i already said it as a woman women need to come as women and come with the virtues and values that men value in relationships and as men we need to come with the things that women value except this girl except the devil has sealed her kiss and maybe has put her name inside one red file that this one will be miserable for the rest of her life i've never i've not seen a decent woman who is out here looking for a man to cooperate with who meets a man who has vision a very masculine solid decisive man a man who knows how to take charge a man who knows how to lead with love and discipline a man who is consistent who has integrity you can trust his words do you understand what i'm saying i've never met a woman who meets that kind of man and would not naturally cooperate with such a man mm. i've not met that the problem however is the reason why you don't have that in mass do you understand in you know in, in our generation is because women are not coming with those things like 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 one of the reasons why sorry I, I didn't say that properly the reason why that isn't happening is because you have a generation of men who haven't been taught how to bring those virtues that women actually women like that find valuable because in every generation there will always be crazy women and crazy men do you understand there will always be extremes there will always be wild cards people who just come to the table with you know unrealistic expectations but when you have it as rampant as it is in our generation it makes you just stop for a second to really wonder what is going on because the truth is what that means is there are actually good men and women out here looking for commitment do you understand and now who are and who are willing to give it but if you do not come with those standards do you understand with the standard of what you're supposed to come with as a man and i'm not talking about the style the, the kind of car you drive or the kind of house you live in i'm li i've been saying them for a while the things that a man needs to come with do you understand all those things don't matter and in the, and, and, and with the way the world is in recession now post covid and everything i know big oil big boys who worked in shell my stepfather flew for shell for a while and he was the one gisting me this that since COVID, some of these boys who were earning five million naira, ten million naira salaries lost their jobs. Some of them had to drive Uber. Some of them had to go and start driving cabs to feed their families. That's how fast things can go wrong. The stocks will plummet, crypto will crash. Do you understand? Omonile will fight you for the land that you bought. Do you understand? And I think that's even why the Bible even advises us to say, don't build up treasures where you know termites and moths and fire and wind can destroy build your treasures you know in heavenly places as is where but that's that that's what i'm trying to tell you that those things don't really matter those material things don't matter human beings have shown that they can cooperate together men and women have shown that they can cooperate together to make things work but when you don't bring these foundational things as a woman no like you do not have regard for masculine authority you don't know how to talk to a man you don't know how to relate with a man you don't know how you don't understand that 
women are called homemakers for a reason not necessarily because they sit down at home all day taking care of the babies and cleaning the baby poo no that's not what we're talking about we're talking about they are how they are the ones that make the home they are the ones that decide to say you know what like there's going to be peace in my house do you understand like, i want to make this a safe space for my kids for my husband you all have that grace you know how you grow up with you you grew up in a home where if mom sees angry that day the entire house is messed up for the entire day mm -hmm. do you understand you, you know how you, you you know how you grow and if mom sees happy everybody's happy you get like it's going to be a good day you know women are not coming what they should come to the relationship and men are not coming what they should come those who come with those things they should come with that i have spent a lot of time not just on you know in this interview that we're having but on several locations that me and you have talked on your podcast those things are the standard anything outside those things and you're just being picky and you have the buffet mindset okay let me ask you a question benita what does a man being six foot five have anything to do with whether he will be a good husband or a good father he can carry me on his back. <laughs> oh I can I can I can stone you pure water. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Oh my God. <laughs> he can carry you on his back. It doesn't have anything. That's what I'm telling you. I want him tall, dark, handsome, I want him to drive a Benz. You don't know what's going mm. on. Because what matters, what you're actually looking for at the end of the day as a woman is that you're, you're looking for, someone just said in the comments, nothing. Who needs six foot five? <laughs> Bobo's marketplace. That's dope. That's dope. Well done. So basically, yeah, like those things don't matter. What you're actually looking for as a woman is you're looking for a man who can be consistent enough to make a good husband and a good father. As a man, you're looking for a woman who can be consistent enough to be a good wife to you and to be a good mother. The Bible says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The average man wants to experience that. Do you understand? I, I want to find a woman that every day feels like a gift. And I want to find a woman who is interested in living her life and bringing to the table that, you know, who who, who is... Who has made up her mind to be a gift to a man as well? Do you understand what I'm saying? You're looking for a man that can hold his own, that can be a good father, a good husband, a good leader. That's what you're looking for. You don't really, like, down the line, you don't actually care if he's six foot five, if he's driving a Benz or a Range. It really does not matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. So what you, down the line, what truly matters to you is, is this man a good man? A man of integrity, a good husband to me, and a good father to my children. So that's the difference between being picky and being committed. So commitment has to do with what we have to bring. There are certain things women have to bring to the table, and there are certain things that we as men have to bring to the table. If we're anything outside those things that we're supposed to foundationally bring, are just you know, picky, I, I, you know, just constitutes to you being a very picky person, you know. And good luck with that in out here in the streets, you know. Good luck with that. Yeah. Very good. He will, he will carry me on. He will carry me on his shoulder. Who? 
they will carry you on your on their shoulder to the other universe. <laughs> you don't know what's going on here. But yeah. really, the is it's it's not funny. But to be honest, physical appearance doesn't matter. But to to ladies, to guys, the physical appearance doesn't matter. What they have I mean, materially doesn't matter at all. Yeah. But go. I, I mean, physical appearance matters to the extent to which it matters. To the point where it's like, you, you know, you just look at this person and you're like, oh, this person is fine, sha. But here's one thing I found out. With a good touch-up and a good uh, going to the gym, eating healthy, taking care of your skin, you know, making your hair like you have done, wearing, I don't even know what you are wearing, Seth, but it looks like a rainbow of many colors. Sorry, I don't know nothing about fashion. That's your friend. Your friend knows everything about fashion. I don't know nothing. I don't, I'm a polo and shorts guy and crops. Really? I don't know nothing. But basically, but basically, like anybody with a nice touch up and any people can really glow yeah. up. Do you understand? With, and, and, and I can tell you for a fact that, you know, marrying your friend, for example, has made it so that, you know, I am like, my fashion sense has had to change by force. You, Even my hairstyle changed. Look, I mean, I have not gone to If I'm married to a fashion designer, bro, what did you expect? Yeah, but. I don't know. And it's, 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 they're after my life. She's after my life. At this point, she's after my life. Even when you talk to her, you can pull her to talk. She's after my life. I've done a good job. Pulu and shorts. Pulu and shorts. That's my MO. But this girl be trying to make me dress like, um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who I offended. I don't know. But basically, what I'm saying is, you know, with a little bit of work, you know, anybody can grow up. Do you understand? So it's only necessary, the good books are only necessary for what they're necessary for, for just your own vanity as a human being to just want to see somebody who is fine around so you. Well. Does it really matter? Of all the of all the of all the most handsome men that you know in this generation. Does Mark Zuckerberg make top twenty? No, no. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody really cares about all of that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, like I said, it only matters for our own vanity as human beings. Because last, last, we're still very vain. Do you understand? Yeah, so you just want to see a fine girl around you as a guy. You as a woman, you just want to see one, you know, nice-looking man around you that has fashion sense and is. You know, he has game and knows how to talk. I know that. What? 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 Why are you shaking your shoulder? <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on here. I don't, this, we are going to confuse these people watching us, but to the glory of God. Yeah. But re really, though, for me, that would be the the major difference between um, standards and you know, and you just being picky. Guys, we do not have a lot of time to reach all five. But something on my mind. Something on my mind. Which now brings me back to that movie can, mentioned at the beginning. We can do so if you have time. If Benita's husband is on this, Kenny, uh, marry her now. Please. And save us. I'm ready. I'm ready. Come on. Yeah. Red. Red. I'm really ready. 
that's a conversation for another day. You are not. So yeah. We know you are not. I'm not. We 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 know you are not. I'm ready to be almost there. Dependent like on somebody because all these bills, really, I'm tired of paying the bills. So welcome to being an adult. That doesn't have anything to do with anything. So I'm my <laughs> yes. Yes. Please, please we, we used to, your we used to... marketplace. Reserve it. <laughs> leave it at home. Just leave it at the <laughs> This 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 bubbles marketplace is a vibe. I won't lie. I won't lie. <laughs> okay, just before yeah. we wrap up. Ah, Sat- you want yeah. No, 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 no. Please, please. Okay. Go on. Coming back to the movie I said I watched, and the first point you made about um foundational issues. Does have Having um daddy or mommy issues, does he have anything with having commitment issues? Which I think it goes back to the first point you made about um the foundation and seeing that. Because one thing I have noticed over time talking with people and in movies here again is people that come from a not so stable home, they do have a tough time adjusting in relationships. What do you think? Um, for me, that's 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 one of the biggest red flags I look out for as a person. You know, um, we don't choose our families, and we don't choose what happened. You know, in our families, and you know, we like. I'm 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 very sure that people who come from dysfunctional homes, if God gave them the chance to choose their families, they would have chosen to come from a less dysfunctional home yeah. or a home that isn't even dysfunctional at all. Do you understand? So for me, yeah, yes, it does. It does have a huge effect because, as I told you, the way we loved, as the way we were loved, and the way we were taught to love as kids is eventually how we love as adults. So it does have a huge issue. Um, what you see in our generation, part of the problem, part of the major problems uh, that you see people in our generation have in the area of relationships, are people are adults stuck in their seven-year-old minds and mm. seven-year-old mental spaces unloved bullied abandoned not cared for so there's that inner child that is looking for that connection that he or she never had you feel me you feel me and that is why i think that conversations like this are very important and self-awareness is also very important it is not your fault that you were born into a home where you know they didn't really teach you all you needed to know to help you really be successful, you know, as an adult, especially in one of the areas that means a lot to us, you know, our relationships and all of that, right? It, it isn't really your fault. But what you do with that experience, what you do with that knowledge, what you do from that point on is now your fault. Are you going to stay there or you're going to go, and, or you're going to go out of your way to learn how to be better, how to do better? Do you understand? Because... If you're listening to me here or anyone that will listen to this, it's not your fault. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything to your folks. You didn't do anything to your dad to abandon you. You didn't do anything to your mom to treat you the way they did. You didn't do anything to deserve parents that didn't, you know, show you and your siblings, you know, what love is supposed to look like. It's not your fault. But what do you do with that knowledge? What are you going to do? Are you going to become, are you, are you going to morph into someone who has that, picky and buffet mindset that we've talked about where you are setting unrealistic goals that even you yourself cannot meet unrealistic expectations that even you yourself cannot meet 
or you're going to go out of your way to find people who have been through such experiences get them to counsel you listen to podcasts like this um read books go for therapy go for counseling are you going to do that or you're going to become or you're going to be a, or you're going to remain a perpetual victim for the rest of your life because here's the thing yes it's not your fault for what happened but it is not fair that you or the person you want to get with should be should pay for sins that they didn't commit sure. do you understand mm-hmm. it's, it's not fair it's, it's too much to put on someone and this is this is one of the standards that i would love for us to have in our generation if you're trying to get with a girl or a guy try and ascertain where they're coming from try try and really ascertain the kind of family they're from you know if everything is okay in this regard and if things are not okay that doesn't mean you should run for the hills. It just means you should look at their attitudes towards the problem. Are they people who are self-aware that, ah, Omo, I just woke up one morning and I never met my dad. And I, I didn't see my dad. I didn't see my mom. I didn't, like, you know, I went through a very hard time. I was raped as a child. I was sexually molested. You know, all these things, you know, I was naive. I was 16 when I first, you know, when I found my first boyfriend, he was 10 years older, but he used my head um i was a 15 year old boy who got this virgin by a 25 year whatever your story may be right right what are you doing about that are you aware have you come to the realization that okay there might be something wrong here why do i always get pissed so easily why can't i listen to correction without making him a personal vendetta you hate me you're always only just telling me all the things i'm doing wrong every time i'm doing something wrong no that's not what the person is doing. They're just simply correcting you. Do you understand? Why are you the way you are? Why are you? Why? Why is your mood? Why are your mood swings so? Why, your mood swings are on steroids. Do you understand? Like one minute you are here, the next minute you are there. You're not stable. And those things are some of the things that we look out for in partners. We, 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 because that's what gives us security. So if if you meet someone that doesn't have this dynamic in their life, and hasn't gotten this thing down. Well, the next thing you need to look out for is if they are self-aware enough about it. And if they are not, try to talk to them about it and then see their reaction towards it. If you see that they are, the moment you bring it up, they are already trying to fight you. They don't even want to hear what you have to say. Okay, oh yeah, now, let me let me get you this book. I got you this book. Share you read it. Oh, I know a counselor somewhere that can help you. You know, I, I know this thing about, you know, people getting help when it is time, when they feel like they're ready and not rushing people to do it. But your first reaction to getting help for something you obviously have issues with, except you're not self-aware, is gratitude. Do you understand? It should be gratitude to be like, oh, Omo, thank you for even observing this about me. I've never really had anybody, you know, talk to me about these kind of things. And even though I'm not quite ready yet, but I would be willing to speak to this person. I would be willing to get this help. Do you understand? That, that's, that's better than just shutting it down and rolling up into your corner. Because what that does is it doesn't fill me up with confidence. I'm not confident. I'm not Because at the end of the day, if I'm a man and I'm getting with a woman like that, that woman is supposed to, going by how it should be, going by the order of things, if you're marrying a man, you're getting on that man's program. Do you understand? We're supposed to be cooperating. How can we cooperate if you have a fun, if you have fundamental issues in the areas that would help you do the cooperating, if you are a woman trying to get with a man, Jonathan, 
you like I said, you're getting on that man's program. So how sure are you that this guy has what he needs to lead you? Do you understand? He doesn't have a vision for his own life. How will he now have a vision for you and the kids? Do you understand? He has never been led. There's nobody that can talk to him. Do you understand? And you people have been going on dates and going to Dubai and flexing, and there is not one person that can call him to order when he's wrong. No mentor, no leadership, nothing. And you, you just <laughs> you smile and you go, he's 65, he works in Tesla. And you go, don't worry, don't worry. You know what's up. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is what I think I'll leave everybody with today. It's, it's okay if the person you're trying to get with didn't have all these things, all these things, this uh, structure that we're talking about. It's fine, right? It's fine. But what is their attitude towards it? What are they doing about it? Do you understand? Especially when you bring it up. You understand? Mm. You sure? So? <laughs> we have drunk from the fountain of knowledge. What do you do in your face like that? Ah, oh, brother, assalamualaikum. <laughs> Why are you doing your face like that? But this one, I don't know. This... So that's that, that's how my grandpa used to look. That's that. So we let everything. We learned yeah. everything from someone. So, guys, you yeah. have heard about the. You have listened to these few points of ours. With these few points of ours, we hope we have been able to convince and not confuse you that you are not a lost cause, you know? There is there's a reason for everything, and there's a solution for everybody. Don't give up. Stand strong. Mm -hmm. What with you? That felt so weird. <laughs> 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 oh, mommy. Whatever they are giving you to drink, stop taking it. Don't drink it anymore. It's not working. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's not working. It's not working. Don't do it to yourself yeah. we hope we we'll be able to convince you and not confuse you that you should not have a buffet mindset mm -hmm. when it comes to relationships mm -hmm. and stuff yeah have standards yeah. but have realistic standards don't ask yeah. for six feet tall six packs i mean if you find good. one that that if you find one that comes with basics uh, no now, problem all the best to you. yes that is please if you find one do let me know if he has a brother so we can you know we can just i can invite him to the podcast to to do what <laughs> no benita tell all this audience that what what does the guy want to come and do? tell us let us know to you to, know to how he was able to acquire all this Oh. Like material attributes. Oh. I can see the shameless plug they are doing. You are using your own platform to advertise <laughs> for husbands. How okay. sister okay. out? You should come. You people should come and marry Benita. She's single. She's hopefully single. I'm ready to learn. Come and marry her. I'm very. I'm. I'm stubborn, but I'm ready to learn. I can listen when you mm. tell me something. If you tell me in the way a manner that is right, I will listen to you. Mm -hmm. Your rights might not be my rights. So
breaking up. Hello?